Listen to some of the best in modern audio drama right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. All Better Audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention. This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. That is all. Good night. The Shadow Knows. Accident Program. The Adventures of Philip Marlowe. Starring Van Heflin. The Green Hornet. If you like music with the boogie beat, here's a little ditty that's really all right. Lotso Breakfast Cereal and Nosh Cafe Coffee presents Lance Hardwick Mysteries with his trusty sidekick Dick Reardon. Tonight's episode. Meshuganas from Space, Part 3. We arrived in front of a huge wooden archway with a sign on top which read, Welcome to the Chicken Ranch. When you're with our girls, you'll say, mmm, 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 tastes like chicken. Lance, I'm a little confused. Tell us something new, Dick. What do girls have to do with a chicken ranch other than feed them and collect the eggs? Richard, perhaps later Lance and I can have a chat with you. It's been quite a while since I was here. <sighs> Agent Stompers. It was for a case. We were following a suspect's whereabouts. He frequented this establishment quite often. Did you catch him? Yes, but not before he caught something first. So he was following a suspect too? Dick, um, we really need to talk to you. Let's go in and uh, uh, but be prepared for the worst. There are a few abandoned cars parked outside the main house. I don't see any chickens. There are small cabins along the side of the main house. Perhaps we should split up and investigate them separately. We'll cover more ground that way. Good idea, Agent Stompers. Dick and I check the cabins on the right, while Ida and Stompers check the left. They even checked out the main house. It was just as we suspected, a gruesome sight. Decomposed bodies of women and a few of their male clients were found. They had been dead for several months. And we did find the answer of what happened to Lucius J. Barrow's wife, Lucille, and her sister Ginger. He killed them with the chicken he took from Las Vegas. I... I didn't think it was possible to do that. We are dealing with one very sick and deranged killer and chicken hater. But what happened to him? He's not anywhere to be found. 
I'm pretty sure this was his destination all along. I agree. He was probably confused, eventually making his way to Las Vegas, New Mexico. Then he realized it was the wrong Las Vegas and came here to Nevada. The death toll he accumulated is astounding. The clues end here. We have no idea where to go next. Lance, maybe the aliens want us to... Dick, enough with the aliens, Dick. There are no aliens. But Lance, they contacted me and gave me that letter... They let us here for a reason. Richard does make a valid point, Lance. How did he get that letter? That is a puzzler. A real humdinger. I don't know. I, But right now we need to uh, uh, get away from this place and find that killer so he can be brought to justice. Let's go. <laughs> Um, am I the only one who heard that? No, Richard, I heard it too. A sort of humming and a single note on a triangle. (laughs) Oh, just like in my dream. Remember, Lance? I mentioned it in part one. The case of the notorious... Humdinger! I must be psychotic! No, Dick. You mean psychic. But um, didn't you say the humming and the uh, dinging were uh, followed by a... um... I've been hit! Everybody run for cover! Tell my mother and my dog Cleo that I love them! Dick, you're fine! It was a pie! Looks like banana cream. Oh, my favorite. Where did it come from? There's no one near us. It simply materialized and hit you in the face. Aliens! Dick, enough with the aliens. (laughs) Now I've been hit. That is my favorite. It seems to be a localized and very personalized phenomenon. They seem to be trying to communicate with us. You you can come out. We're all friendly. Show my friends what you look like. I, uh, I don't believe it. Aliens! Three of them! They all have faded clothes that glow, gray skin, and big noses and big floppy feet. <laughs> he, um, licked me. I, I, I guess that herd must mean a pie. I told you they exist. I believe you, okay? Wow, my second encounter with an alien life form. Second encounter? I'd rather not talk about it. It was a bit painful and uncomfortable. A lot of probing was involved, and, well, I hate to admit it, I kind of found it exciting. 
That's too much information, Agent Stompers. What do you want from us? We don't have any pies. The alien touched my forehead, and suddenly I saw the reason why they were here. They're friendly. They want to help us find the killer. They've been guiding us all along. We must go with them. Uh, don't be afraid. Okay, but I want dinner first and maybe some flowers and candy this time. It's the least I deserve. What are they doing, Lance? They're surrounding us in a circle and linking their hands. Our flashback takes us to deep space, three light years beyond the orbit of Pluto several months after the space vehicle was stolen from Hangar 17 and a half. Commander, what is that in Quadrant 7G? I believe it is the primitive spacecraft, Captain Ziggler. Run scandalous, Commander Pufaloof. The iPhones detected but barely registered. They seem to be in stasis. Have that vessel brought on board and have the inhabitants taken to Dr. Garfield Blurb. I'll be there in 22 patrons. My chlorofluoridinox is backed up with bile. Yes, Captain. I hope you feel better, darling. Thank you, my love. These three creatures appear to be from a world we have never encountered. Two arms, two legs, one head. Disgusting anatomy. And the same process. Oxygen. What? No Now that I can detect. How do they breathe that vile substance? I haven't been able to figure that out yet, Captain. Hmm. That outer covering is quite strange as well. I thought this was their skin. How rude that they cover their nakedness. The great brain of the galaxy will cast them into eternal plasma torture for their sinful, clothed ways. You know what I say? Kill them all and let the great cosmic brain sort them out. <laughs> <laughs> but these are an unknown form of life. Don't you think we should inform the leader? Yes, I agree. I'll do that. In the meantime, convert them so that they can withstand space travel. Obviously, their species is not naturally adapted to deep space travel like our superior race. Oh, and implant tracking chips as well. That way, we can. Monitor their progress and location for future conquest. Can you imagine what would happen to their delicate brains if they were not converted by our process? Their minds would become like the formless mush and consume every 2,000 petrons. Oh, that reminds me. You and your fiancé are still coming to consume protein strains tonight in my quarters, aren't you? I'm making your favorite amorphous mass flavor. Play. We wouldn't miss it. Technician Fred, I want this alien vessel to be fitted with our Neo-Gold power source immediately. We're sending it back where it came from. Yes, Captain. Done, sir. What took you so long? Give us yourself a report for laziness. And say 200 hail Muftas. Yes, Captain. Meanwhile, inside the secret U.S. government space vehicle, in a storage locker, we noticed that there was a fourth clown who stowed away. 
It is none other than Lucius J. Barrows. Ah, uh, oh, what, what happened? Where am I? Dang, I fell asleep in that crazy airplane. Get me the leader of Chronicon. Ah, Captain G. Lloyd, of a royal command flagship. What have you to report? Your Majesty, the, the most supreme leader and imperious overlord of the Chronodian dynasty. We discovered a vessel of alien origin with strange beings on board. Excellent. Tell me all about it in complete detail. Detail now, Your Majesty. I agree with your handling of the situation. Send them back to the homeworld. In time, it will make a glorious addition to my empire. Oh, and congratulations on your nuptials. Thank you, Your Majesty. Thank you, Your Majesty. And who is your union to platform? Oh, Dr. Garfin Blib, sire. Ah, excellent choice. Your offspring will have strong and painless swaths giggles. We hope so. I know this place. It's the military base where I took the photo of Tesla. The four clowns went missing near here in the autumn of 46. It looks deserted. Huh. Everybody knows that secret government facilities are always underground. I just noticed that our alien friends are not here with us. You're right. They simply left us here. Hey, everybody... Look what I found! Oh, uh, a large metal hatch cover on the ground. I guess we go down from here. We climbed down the ladder and found a massive underground complex. We walked and walked and didn't find anybody around. Perhaps they're in a different part of an even larger complex. This just seems to be laboratories and workstations. You are most correct, my friend. <sighs> yes! I am sorry. I know my appearance takes a bit of getting used to. Dr. Hans Spinal? Is that you, Ida? Ida Goldberg? Are my ocular receptors failing me? Yes, it's me. But I got married a few years ago. It's O'Shaughnessy now. And you are the Christmas bunnies that was thrown out of our party last month. Agent Ace Stoppers of Crass. May I introduce myself? I am Lance Hardwick, and this is my sidekick, 
dick ribbon. Hello, Mr. Robot, with a human brain in a glass jar connected by wires. I'll bet you can get Guam on your shortwave radio. Oh, oh uh, never mind him. Um, where is Dr. Tesla? Oh, Nikola is right over here. Frozen in a huge glass cylinder. Oh, how horrible. Oh, he's fine. They saw him out and free him all the time. It keeps him fresh. Just be aware that his memory was wiped clean. He still believes it is 1941, but the QLT-7 first captured him. So this is a QLT-7 facility. Their budget must be huge. What a strange dream. Where am I? Who are these people? And what are you, my mechanical friend? Just a simple stupid. Nothing out of the ordinary. Here, listen. Ah. I cannot hear anything. Ah, that music. He'll be fine. You must take him with you and make sure he is safe and cared for. He won't be any trouble. But uh, we are here to find a killer. We were uh, brought here specifically to find him. There's no killer here. We must go quickly before you are discovered. Final flashback takes us to July 7th, 1947. you guys on the heads? <laughs> I love that, but it's a bit too much like the Three Stooges. So, let me wring your necks out instead! <laughs> Where? Where did you guys go? You... You disappeared? <laughs> that wasn't a part of the act! Oh, wait. <laughs> I remember. I need to pay a little visit to the chicken ranch. <laughs> Here, chicky chick. No, wait. I hate chickens. <laughs> 
Airline Division, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Army officers say the missile, found sometime last week, has been inspected at Roswell, New Mexico, and sent to Wright Field, Ohio, for further inspection. Lance, Ida, Dick, Agent Stompers, Tesla, and the robot scientist have all exited the hatch. I don't understand why these uh, aliens just left us here. In my mind, they told me that we would find the killer here. I guess it just wasn't meant to be. I suggest that we find transportation and get back to the city. I see a jeep parked over there. I can contact Crass on my wrist radio and get us a helicopter. Yes, uh, yes, you do that. Uh, uh, Lance, uh, I, I need to go again. Again with the waterworks? Oi, go behind that small shed over there. Lance, I, uh, I, wanted I wanted to, to tell, tell you, you that, that um, <laughs> you first. I've never met a woman like you before, and I was hoping that um, maybe when we uh, get home, that um, uh, ah, ah, Lance, help! <laughs> yes, Lance, help the boy. <laughs> That must be Lucius J. Barrows, the killer. Now, uh, let the boy go, Lucius. Um, uh, you, you, you killed your wife. You, you killed all those chickens. You, you can stop now. There's no need to hurt the boy. Lucius J. Barrows, in the name of Crass, I arrest you on multiple cases of murder. I'm taking the kid as a hostage. Here's my ticket to freedom. You can't stop me. Mr. Killer, do you like music? My, my ears! Run, Dick, run! I'll kill you for that! I'll kill you all! Everything was bathed in a pure white light for just a moment. The killer fell to the ground unconscious. Then the three aliens appeared. Oh, you guys saved us. Thank you. But then something even stranger happened. The shed that Dick had gone behind to um, relieve himself glowed with a beautiful light pouring out of it. The door opened and five figures exited and walked toward us. All human-sized, but uh, only one of them looked human. With her was a, a cat poison, a, a reptile poison, a big insect, and a mechanical man. We are on Earth, Arizona, United States. Sunday, the 11th of January, 1948. I didn't detect any anomalies in the time stream. But the time capsule brought us here. This earthling on the ground is unconscious. But these three glowing creatures appear to be non-human. But they were human once. Perhaps we were brought here to tend these three. 
We are physicians. Who are... Who are you? We are the physicians of the universe. We travel around in our time capsule and... Help. Help? How? It's hard to explain. The five of us were chosen to fix the universe when it gets out of sync. Isn't that Nikola Tesla? Yes, but uh, why are you here? It seems we were sent here to repair your glowing friends. Let me take them into the time capsule to my lab. They'll be fine in a moment. What do we call you people? That was Dr. Y, an insectoid race called Zurian. They are intelligent bees. He is our chief medical officer and scientific expert. She is Dr. What, a feline species. She is in charge of probability perception. Hello. Our situation commander, Dr. Ware, she is a reptilian. The mechanical gentleman is Dr. Howe. He is our ship's engineer. You look to be a human brain in a glass jar contained in a mechanical body. I am much more than that, my friend. Hans Meinel, at your service. Delighted to meet you. And I am Dr. Wen. Doctors, what, where, when, why, and how? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We've heard that joke far too many times and it fails to amuse us. So, uh, no uh, doctor named uh, who? That doctor is far too busy on his own to travel with us. Look, here comes a three. What happened? Oh, where? Where are we? Ah. Uh. I don't remember anything after Lucius punched me at the circus. They'll be fine now. Somehow their physical bodies were primitively altered for deep space travel. I found these inside of them. Tracking chips. Someone was very interested in keeping an eye on these gentlemen. May I see them, please? Hmm. Their clown makeup turned gray. And their costumes aren't glowing now. What about the unconscious clown on the ground? I'll need to take him into custody. He's a serial killer. He needs to be brought to justice. I'll give him a sedative. He'll be out for at least 24 hours. Thank you, doctors. We need to leave now. We cannot risk being seen by anyone. Goodbye, physicians of the universe. Goodbye. There they go. Back into that shed. Hey! The light disappeared. And now the shed is empty. Seemed like such a small shed, but it was bigger on the inside. Not now. It's just a shed. The crass copter is here. Help Tesla get on board, Dick. Come on, Dr. Tesla! I really must return to my charging station. Good luck to you all! The clouds are safely on the helicopter, and so is Dick, Agent Stompers, and Tesla, and the unconscious killer. I, um, I was hoping that we uh, could finish our conversation in private before we, um... Yes. 
uh, I never met anyone like you, uh, Ida. I can say the same thing, Lance. Maybe the next time I'm in the city... Yes, the, uh, the next time. I'm going to take the jeep. I don't feel comfortable with those government agency types. Goodbye, Lance. I'll see you again one day. Goodbye, uh, Ida. Come on, Lance. We need to get everybody home. Moments later, in the QLT-7 main underground base. Lieutenant Fox here. Their helicopter left our perimeter, General. We're all clear. Yes, sir. I'll make sure that all of the teams return to their stations. Good night, General. We weren't expecting you, Director. The staff usually calls to warn, I mean, to let us know that. I know. This was an unscheduled visit. Where is Dr. Spinal? Meanwhile, in Dr. Spinel's laboratory... Eureka! I did it! That fragment I found in the Roswell wreckage was just enough for me to synthesize Neogold element number 415! That's excellent news, Doctor. Ida, I thought you'd left. I did as you told me. Didn't you and your friends escape? Yes, you did well. Now I want you to implement the Neo Gold as a power source for the newly designed space vehicle. Also make sure it powers the Tesla Death Ray 2. We will need it to protect Earth from the obvious alien threat. I... I understood that the physicians of the universe were working on the side of good. We can never trust alien races, my dear doctor. We must make sure that humankind is prepared to defend itself. I will leave you to your work. I must go to Washington and give my report to the president. You're... you're going to tell him that aliens are... are real? My dear doctor, you still retain your sense of humor. <laughs> I think she is making a big mistake. We still don't know which alien race transforms those clowns into spy drones. But these tracking chips that I put will eventually tell me everything I need to know. If given enough time. But here, and a little there, and now to connect the power, and I will begin my calculations to triangulate their transmission point. But a little music will soothe my tired brain.
Sugarness from Space, Part 3, was written, directed, and produced by Victor Aurelius and Jeff Niles. Featured in the cast were Victor Aurelius as the announcer, Dick Reardon, Desmond Walker, and the alien technician, Jeff Niles as Lance Hardwick and the alien leader, Sharon Bloomberg as Ida O'Shaughnessy, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Agent Ace Stompers, James P. Quick as the Alien Voices and Dr. Y. Nicholas Rowley as the Alien Captain. Alex Gilmore as the Alien Commander. Pete Lutz as the Alien Doctor and Morton Klebner. Ted Wenskus as Hans Spino. David Schutz II as Tesla. Terence Dry as Lucius J. Barrows. Rachel Rumler as Dr. Ware. Cheyenne Gibbs as Dr. Wen. Cat Waterflame as Dr. What. Carrie Ayers as Dr. Hal and Charlie Watts. And Glenn Hibbert as Lieutenant Fox. Music by Kevin McLeod. Hell's a Poppin' by Whitey's Lindy Hoppers. In the Mood by the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Tenderly by Sarah Vaughn. In the Mood by The Hen House 5 Plus 2. And Klez Merica. Sound design by Victor Aurelius. This radio serial is sponsored by Matzo Breakfast Cereal. They are Lance's favorite. And Nashcafe Coffee. Gay Schlafen swears by it. Copyright The 4077th and All Better Audio 2015. Lance Hardwick will return. This has been an all-better audio production. was set together by, by the Make the audio sound all better. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunch... I can introduce myself, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchfine. That's it? That's it. And also... Do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell. That's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? (laughs) Well, you gotta know what to say. All right. And introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on. You know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney Attorney at at law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. 
We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at, at law. law. Oh, boy. At 555 No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I want to keep feeling fine corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, Corona. Bye, Corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo. Fly Corona! Fly Corona! Captain Fly Corona! Pumpkin Pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Fly Corona! Goodbye Corona! Good riddance!